All right. Thank you all listeners for joining us. This is Spiritual Advisory Podcast with Marcus and Myra. Today we're getting into the subject of having having a, a spiritual awakening versus this modern wokeness that we hear so much about in, you know, our society and our culture. So um, as always, we're going to dive deeper into this and uh, we're going to start with just, you know, kind of figuring out the difference between the two. And Myra, do you got some words you like to say? Yeah, so um, I was both of these things uh, at a point in my life, woke and uh, had and, and had an awakening. I'm still, you know, in the process of going through multiple awakenings within my life, but there's definitely a big difference between woke, especially the the, the cultural sense of woke, um, mm-hmm. because you can say that you're woke and be completely oblivious and unaware of what is actually mm. happening around you. So I'm going to first um, start off by like giving uh, a definition of woke uh, just from for my own personal experience, right? So you have two types of woke people. You have the wokeness of discovering um, injustices mm-hmm. that are occurring that you may have either been shielded from or oblivious to and you see them now clearly for what they are and now you want to take a stand against them now you want to educate yourself more on you know issues um surrounding whatever the topic is that you became or have become woke on right Mm -hmm. um and those things leading you to that information is supposed to allow you to be able to have a positive response or come up with positive solutions to the problems that you are now awoke to, right? Mm-hmm. Then you have the type of wokeness that is kind of the same thing where you realize that something is wrong and you learn more about the matter, but then you really tunnel in on it and you only make room for one narrative you only make room for one way of thinking and that's where the the air quote you know hashtag type woke thing kind of like goes down the drain because not only that you're always angry all the time um and you just you you hold on to a lot of negative energy a lot of negative feelings and you don't you don't ever get to that place of positivity. You don't ever get to that place of peace. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that is the big difference between like having an awakening, like a spiritual awakening almost, and being woke is because when you have that spiritual awakening, there's no room for uh, for for holding on to stuff. There's no room for holding on to grudges. There's no room for being completely reactionary to things that go on around you there's no room for um people that don't have forgiveness like there there is no room for that having a spiritual awakening makes you do all of these things because you have to align with love and in order to be able to do that you have to let go of that anger you have to let go of that fear you have to let go of you know those grudges you have to let go of all of those things so that you're able to get to this place of just like rested peace and not that's not to say that you don't ever get angry um because you know we're humans that happens but it's about what you do with that anger um that that matters very deep very well spoken um 
I guess if I had to like kind of share my definition between the two, and um, I know I know it was similar on like a lost episode that we had in like the beginning, um, where it's like I was mentioning, you know, there's definitely a difference between being alert and being, you know, just waking up. And I think when you boil it down, a spiritual awakening is like being alert, like. Mm-hmm. You're fully awake, you're fully aware, you're knowing what's going on around you. And this, you know, hashtag being woke is like you're just kind of being poked and prodded into being awake. You're not fully aware of your senses or what's really going on around you. You're just up. You know, you you might be disoriented, you might be groggy. And um saying that to say, mm-hmm. I feel one of the main differences between a spiritual awakening and, you know, this uh, hashtag being woke is like, you have a spiritual awakening. You can look at things from not just your perspective. You can look at things from somebody else's point of view. You can see the differences. You can see the similarities. And like you mentioned, um, there's no resentment in that. There's no held anger. There's no, um, you know, pent up frustration. Like you can be mad, but you're going to use that anger. You're going to use that um, emotion for the betterment of a, of a cause um, or to strengthen a cause, better to say. But when you're this, you know, this woke, it's like you're fixated or what I see a lot of the times is that people are fixated on the problem. They're not really fixated on a solution. Mm-hmm. They're fixated as of, oh, well, this is happening. And I just want to talk about it happening, but it's like, what solution is really brought to, you know, the masses or what solution is really brought to the table and they can't provide an answer. They just know that there's a problem. Uh, the problem is evident and they're, they're not solution oriented based. And um, typically when you're going through a spiritual awakening, you're seeing the problem, but you're also kind of seeing solutions. You're also seeing um, how to best handle it. And I think, I guess if I had to say like, sure, it's more easier to be woke. It's easier to be angry. It's easier to, um, you know, hold that grudge and hold that resentment and not look for a solution. But like, I think that's one of the greater things in life is when you're able to take anger and use it in such like a constructive way, like similar to Martin Luther King Jr. God knows that he was an angry man. He was angry with a lot of the issues that were going on with, um, you know, the civil rights movement. And he took it within himself to take that anger, make it into something beautiful and positive, which actually brought a solution. And, um, you know, yeah, it's it's the harder, it's the more challenging thing to do. But I believe um, when you're guided by spirit, in such a way to look at a problem and look at it with a solution oriented based, you know, thought pattern, it brings about so many blessings that doesn't just bless you, but it blesses others. And I know that's something that we've talked about in the past is that like um, taking blessings and, you know, having blessings enough to where it's not just blessing you, but it's, it's, it's blessing a community. And I, and I think that's like a, I think I think that's just like such a such a high place to be up, you know, up on the mountaintop. So I I I agree with with 
pretty much most of what you said. It was two things that like made me take a little note. Um, one thing is I don't think it's easy to be woke at all, whether that's having an awakening or whether that is just being like this regular, this regular version of woke, right? Because even at that point, it's like you are not, once you know something, you know something. Like, you know what I mean? Like you can't go back. Um, and so once you become woke to, let's say things happening, right? Or let's say even stuff that is being done to our food, right? Or we found out stuff that's being done to the environment that is being covered up, right? Once you know about this, you can't unknow it. And so I, I, I get the frustration of being woke, um, as, as I once used to call myself, um, being woke and then realizing that there is a lot of anger in that because there is a lot of things that you can't change in the time that you want to change them. Um, it is frustrating to cut through all that red tape, to have to, you have to bring down systems um, that have been put in, put in place for generations. And that's a very defeating feeling. Um, so I get where that anger comes from. So I don't think it's easy to be woke <laughs> at all. Um, it's like when Neil had to take the pill and decide whether he wanted to keep living in the matrix or not, you know, or not keep living in the matrix and the matrix, everything was so convenient. Everything was so, um, just laid out for him nicely. As long as he followed the program, then, uh, you know, everything was fine. But the moment he took that pill and he woke up, it was like all hell broke loose and he was able to see everything. And he was frustrated because of, you know, he kept getting pushed down at every turn when he tried to make something better. And so I think with um, like the difference between the two with being woke and being awakened in that sense or having like the spiritual awakening is that you kind of, it kind of forces you to not, you still are aware of what's, hap of what's happening outside of you, but what is happening inside of you is the most important thing. Um, and I, I realized that big shift when, when I had it from projecting my anger out into the world because I was mad, because I was angry, because I was frustrated. I was projecting all of these things out and everything that was, everything that I was experiencing was very sensational and it was happening on the outside of me, but I wasn't dealing with the inside of me. And so when I got to that point of making that shift of, of, honestly just tired of being angry right and I made that shift into spirituality it forced me to reconcile things within myself first to try and look at everything from I'm, I can't say a fair perspective but a just very broad blank perspective right like I could have a conversation with someone that I know I would never disagree with right and I was still trying understand where they're coming from and how they got to this point. Like, what was their childhood? Like, what were they experiencing? It, it, it actually helped me deal with like a lot of trauma in my life by 
thinking about others and what they went through and how what they went through influenced them to be how they are, which caused them to, you know, act a certain way with me, which caused me trauma. And by forgiving them and understanding their trauma, I was under, able to understand and deal with minds and not only forgive them, but forgive myself. And that is like one of the most beautiful things. And um, the, the, the kind of like big dif- uh, difference between the two of them, when you have an awakening, it's very personal. It's really all about you. It is going to affect everyone around you in your life. It is going to affect every aspect of your life. But when you're going through it, it is all about you. And you become like this completely different person on the outside because you've dealt with all of that stuff on the inside. Whereas when you're woke, you're just responding to everything outside of you. It's a very disconnected place to be in. Yeah, that's why I still feel that woke is somewhat being somewhat very easy. It's it's complex, sure, but like I think that it's easier <clears throat> to be woke. And what I mean by that is like what you said in the latter part of when you're woke, it feels more that you're responding to things that are outside of you. Mm-hmm. So typically what I more notice nowadays is that we have a plethora of information. There's not a moment in time where it's like, we can't look either on the TV, we can't either look on the phone or a computer screen of some sort of information that's being you know, plastered at us. And I feel that that's in turn part sometimes like where this wokeness comes from is that when you have information that you coming at you at such a rapid rate, it really depends on how you take that in and how you respond to it. Now, I'm not saying that everybody who's woke comes at it in a negative or defensive way, but nine times out of the 10, like when you hear news that you don't like or news that doesn't, you know, kind of um, correspond with uh, your ideals or, or your views. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's easier to take it in a negative light or to take it in a defensive way. And typically that's what I see happen with, um, you know, woke individuals. Woke individuals, they'll hear the information, they'll have their, you know, their feelings about the information. And they are more, how to say, I suppose, feeling-based. So it's like when they hear it and they have that instinctual negative response to it and that instinctual, you know, um, anger or resentment, they, they, it's like fuel to a fire, but the, but the fire in my sense is like, it's not creating an immense change. It's like, it's like, sure. We see the flames, we feel the heat. We understand that it's, um, you know, it, it's, it's angry. It's, it's brooding. It's, it's these things, it's these emotions and feelings, but And it's like, even as you mentioned with like, yeah, sometimes it's hard to make that change. Sometimes it's, uh, it's not the easiest to, to have that, um, have that positivity, have that positive change happen within the situation because yeah, the, of course there's systems and so much red tape to go through, but it's like, you can't necessarily 
feel defeated just because or or just because it's like the odds are against you in that sense and I feel sometimes that's what happens is like we're so woke to all this information and of course our instinctual response is to be angry and be angry that it hasn't changed but it's like we have to take sometimes that that step back on the inside to reflect and be like hey you know like great things just don't happen in an in an instant and I, and I know that's weird especially in this time and age where it's like you, you can look up something and boom it's there in a second it's there in a minute you can order it online and it's like oh next day shipping but it's like I think sometimes in that sense it's like since we have things coming at us so rapidly it's like we're indifferent to how actual changes like like actual society changes actual um, life changes those don't happen instantaneously and it's like we we have to remember patience and um but yeah it's it's definitely a complex it's definitely a complex subject I mean but I feel that it's it's definitely like versus the two it's I, I would say in my my opinion it's definitely easier just to to be woke so do you I, I heard you say that um they're very woke people are very feelings based right um so i feel like i don't feel like being feeling spaces is a is a problem right i think being feeling spaces actually very good um but i do think that being reactive is bad because i had to learn that lesson about not being reactive to everything I saw, not making an angry post to everything I saw that upset me because I was that person. I was that person who would see something that angered me and I would post about it. And then like once that shift started happening, I started to realize it wasn't that I had become numb to it. I could have my feelings about it, right? But the way that I chose to emit my energy out into the world, that was up to me. And so I think that people that are woke versus people that are going through that process of having that type of spiritual awakening, it, it's a mentality shift. It's, a, it's definitely an internal switch that changes within you. And you realize that, first of all, you can't control everything. Um, sometimes as human beings, we are not going to understand everything. So there are going to be times when you or we as human beings don't understand things and we just have to accept And I'm going to use this word light. I'm going to use this, this whole phrase lightly. We have to accept the circumstances that are, that are going on. Right. And that doesn't mean like accepting bad behavior. Right. That doesn't mean like if someone is treating you like crap, then you continue to stay in that circumstance and continue to accept that. Right. It means like things that are beyond our control. Um, Sometimes we have to step back and reassess the situation. Sometimes we have to think, okay, well, is there anything that I can do that can improve the situation? If not, then let it play itself out and find that anchor, that peace within yourself that will allow you to be able to deal with that. And that's, that's, that's a very hard thing to do, especially like in the beginning when just like naturally as human, as human beings, we're like questioning everything like, oh, well, is there a way I can fix this? Or is there a way I control, can, you know, can control the, the outcome of the situation? And it's just like, um, we, we have to 
we really have to get in that place where we have to be accepting of the universe and the things that are happening. Um, and like, you know, my belief of things happening for us and not to us. Um, and just like changing your perspective on how you think about that. And that is, that is an awakened state of mind to be in um, because you're able to think very intrinsically about things that are, uh, that are occurring in your life, in your world, um, versus when you're woke is this very black and white. It's this way or that way. And you act this way and you wear this and you, you know what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. it's very linear. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel, I mean, I don't necessarily know like how to clarify or, or make it any simpler or, or obvious, but like that's where a lot of my disagreement with woke culture comes from things are not linear. I mean, as much as we like to categorize things nowadays, like Mm -hmm. I I feel that there is a category for almost anything under the sun, but it's like, you can't because then that puts it in a box. And then once you put it in a box, it's like, if it doesn't fit this label, if it doesn't fit this size, if it doesn't fit um, yada, yada, you know, you can go down the list, then it's like, it, it doesn't, um, it's not that it doesn't belong, but it doesn't, it doesn't compartment, uh, compartmentalize to what society deems it as. And I think within, um, woke culture, like, and I guess to maybe clarify it there. So when I'm talking about woke culture, I'm talking about, okay, you know, of an issue, but you want to scream about the issue. You don't want to make amends or, 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 or come to a point of solving it. So that's what I'm speaking of about world culture. I'm speaking of those who know of an issue, but they, that, that's, that's their only voice is to mention the issue. And it's like, yes, we understand. We, yes, we under, we, we get the, we get to the point that yes, this issue is a big issue, but there, there is no solution in sight. It's just that we want to go on and on about the issue. Th- that to me is woke culture. So when I'm speaking of woke culture, that that's what I'm referring to the, of those individuals who will march on for a plight. But I, you, I could I could look at the march all day long, but I don't see a solution in sight. Well, when I think of spiritual awakening, I think of like you mentioned, something that is personable, something that is deep within the psyche of a person, of an individual, and they're having a rebirth. They're having a spiritual rebirth, a mental rebirth. Sometimes with the with the both of those, it can go into a physical rebirth because I know like within my spiritual awakening, which definitely happened upon my journey of self-love and taking the time to forgive myself, taking the time to, you know, actually go to therapy, actually do meditations, actually put in the work to um, obtain this higher self that I'm trying to achieve. And yes, there's anger in there. Yes, there's regrets in there that, you know, I didn't do this sooner, that um, I didn't take the time to forgive myself at an earlier age. Um, But still, those regrets and the way that I lived before brought me to the stage now. 
And if I didn't live those things, then I wouldn't have had that spiritual awakening that like, man, I really need to make some life changes. Man, I like really need to do better for myself and like my mental health and the things that I'm going through in life. And it's like having that spiritual awakening when I was woke to, yeah, I'm not doing so good. Yeah, I feel shitty. Yeah, like, you know, I'm sad and moody all the time. I was fully aware of those things. I had no solution in sight, but it took me to a spiritual awakening to actually go and take the time and figure out those solutions and then actually put those solutions into action and actually make that grandiose life change to where I am now. But like previous me, yeah, sure. Like I could say that I was woke to it. I could say that I was fully aware that, man, like my life is going down the toilet super fast, <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, but I didn't want to do anything about it. I just, knowing was, was perfectly fine for me that I was in a dismal place and that, hey, all I need to know is know that, but there was no solution in sight. So like when I'm speaking about um, woke culture, that's where my head is kind of wrapped around because that's what I see a lot of. And I see a lot of those who will, they'll scream it from the mountaintop of the problem. But when you actually sit down and try to speak of solutions and being like, well, yeah, you know, I, I, I hear what you're going through, but like, like, how can we solve this together? Like, how can we make a difference? They don't know. They're, they're kind of blank because sometimes I think a lot of what happens is like, we get into an echo chamber with so many people. And when you hear the same thing kind of repeated, it's, it's hard to kind of like, I don't want to say that it's brainwashing or anything of that measure, but like, it's kind of hard to get that thought pattern out of your head of like, um, you know, you can, you can say any, any kind of, I guess, a uh, modern day plight nowadays of where people are chanting it and screaming it and, you know, making their stand. But a lot of the times like, that's what I, I, I just don't see it. Or I, or at least I don't see it from my eyes perspective of like, okay, so, um, like where where's that solution it's like we we've talked about it we've we've screamed it from the rooftops you know we we have uh the we have the little picketed signs and stuff like that but where's that solution at and then it's like you know you see the crowd and they're like oh well mm, mm, well yeah we didn't really think about the solution so it's like sometimes and and, may, and maybe it's not their place at the moment because hey that does take time and i'm and i'm not you know shaming or, or, or downcasting anybody because, hey, like you mentioned, like I've been there myself where I've known that I've had a problem. I just didn't do a damn thing about it. And it took that spiritual awakening to do something about it. Okay. So let me, let me ask you this. When do you think, or do you remember, um, do you remember when you had that shift from being woke to like the point of making that shift from being woke to having like that awakening in your life like do you remember it was an event was it like what was it that catapulted you to kind of like that that next step it was 2000 it was either late 2018 or like the beginning of 2019 and that was like that was right before I started going to therapy. And 
I remember just like hitting the wall. I remember hitting a spiritual wall in my life to where it was like, I was just sick and tired of knowing that like, I'm not happy and Mm. I'm not succeeding where I want to succeed. And a lot of like the things that I was going through and a lot of the people that I had around in my life, I know that um, it, it was just getting tiresome. It was getting to a point where it was like, I'm always sad and I'm always depressed and I'm always having these rummaging thoughts in my mind. And, and I knew this, I knew this for, geez, I came back to Virginia in 2012 and I was depressed from that point all the way to well into 2018 or 2019. And I just was sick of that depression. Um, I believe 2017, that was when like my first, first starting out sober. So I definitely didn't have drugs to mask my depression anymore um so it was like inevitably hitting a spiritual wall and I, it took me hitting that wall it took me getting to the lowest point and and just coming to a realization like okay if I don't make a change within if I don't actually do something to solve it this is never going to change and um yeah I believe early 2019 I started doing, you know, therapy. I didn't do therapy for that long, um, but I did it. it. It was at least a good start. And I don't knock anybody for doing um, therapy. Please do that if you, you know, definitely need help. Uh, did therapy for like, you know, a couple of months. Um, another thing, I, I really forgave those who I thought that I couldn't forgive. I, I did that. Um, not going to mention names, but they know who they are. And, you know, they're still in my life. So, you know, I forgave them, shout out to them. Um, And I remember, I think it was like briefly before me and you actually like really started talking or or, or before we met. And I remember like, I just prayed for a change in my life. I I remember praying and saying like, you know, I need better people in my life. I need, um, you know, like just this life change. I need to like actually release a lot of this, you know, knowing and this anger and um, resentment that I was going through. And I just needed a big life change. And um, I remember because I worked at the car dealership then. And I remember like going into like the little farthest corner of like the parking lot. And like I, I, I just legitimately prayed. And, you know, um, and like from that kind of moment on, like a lot of things kind of whirlwind and changed in my life and a lot of tower moments happened and I mean shit even even those points were e- weren't easy <laughs> like, like I, I should do not and, you ain't gotta tell me you know yeah shit, you, <laughs> shit, you was there yeah like shit, you, you, shit, you were, shit still thugging it out <laughs> but at least I can laugh yeah at least I can find solace in like hey you know shit may be hard, but I'm going to be all right. Cause it's like, I can look back at those things and be like, well, damn, I survived. And damn, I made it through and shit. Like, you know, it's more joyous now. It's um definitely a lot. I'm not going to say easy going, but you know, I, I know like the episode we were talking about gratitude, I actually have that. Like I have that for myself and nobody can take that away. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, that's to me what a spiritual, like a true spiritual awakening is because like, I can tell you, like I've, like you mentioned, like I've been woke and I've known things and I, and I've known them for years. I didn't want to change that shit because it was like, for some reason, I don't know what it is with anger or fear, but like those two emotions, especially I want to say fear, fear can either make the best come out of you or it can just continuously cripple you for life. Yeah. The same shit can happen with anger. Mm-hmm. Anger can make the most beautiful thing happen if if you allow it. And anger can also just make you like this this grumpy old nutsack. I don't I don't know what the hell you want to call yourself. Because <laughs> that's literally what I was. I was a grumpy ass old nutsack. And I didn't want to do anything about it to change. And like even when things were going my way, I was still so angry. I was still so resentful. I was still so brooding because it was like I was woke and I and I knew things. I was I knew I wasn't happy, and I knew that um, I wasn't satisfied where life was. But I did nothing to change it because anger was something that I knew, and anger was something. Yeah, like anger was something that I felt that I had to go through, but. I had that spiritual awakening and I was like, I don't have to, I don't have to be that fucking way. I don't have to go through those things. Mm -hmm. And like 360, 180 degrees, (laughs) that shit changed up so much in my life. I I completely understand that. Like, I completely understand that like a thousand percent. I know Mm -hmm. like for for me, it's actually very similar to, you know, like what you were saying um, in terms of um, like just coming to that point. And I'll never forget, I went to like a, um, I used to go to like these, these black events, like these super ultra duper, super black events. And I, <laughs> I went to, uh, I was in, where was I? I think I was in Brooklyn and I want to go hear um, Dr. Umar speak. And, you know, he um, he's angry. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. He's angry. Um, and, you know, all this stuff that has been done to Black people throughout, you know, years and years, I can understand the anger, right? I, I, I completely get that aspect. Um, but I was tired of being angry all the time. Mm-hmm. And I remember sitting there at that show I mean, at that event with my best friend and just being tired of being mad. Mm -hmm. And I just wanted it to go away. Like, I just wanted to not feel so heavy all the time and not feel so drained all the time. And it was just like, it was like a, a, just like a, a switch just clicked on and it was like, actually, you don't have to be this way. Mm-hmm. Um, you could just not, you could just not. And then I just, everything started to change. It was like a trickle down effect. Like I literally, people I have been talking to for years, uh, we're, we're done. Um, I just let them go because I knew that there would no, there wouldn't be a change. And I knew that they were also the type of people that'd be like, oh, were you changing? Oh, you think you too, you know, you know, those type mm-hmm. of people. Of course, and, yeah. yeah, and I just didn't even want to deal with that. So I, I already knew, it was like I had a checkoff list in my head of these individuals <laughs> that I had to let go. And I lied to you not, like 
I think I was down to maybe like two people that I could actually still call a friend. Mm -hmm. And um, I was okay with that. But I noticed like as time progressed, like like when we were talking about in the, the one of the episodes before we were talking about like finding that community, mm-hmm. um, I was craving that. Like I I just I needed connection. Just like talking about surface level shit was not enough. Expressing my anger at certain things wasn't enough. I wanted to talk about universal oneness. I wanted to talk about love. I wanted to talk about humanity. I wanted to talk about basically all of the shit that we talk about. And um, I just didn't think that people (laughs) existed like that. And um, so I prayed for people to to come into my life like that. I prayed for me to find people like that. And that's like when I first found Meaningful Conversations. Mm -hmm. Um, And then a little while after, you know, I I met you. And like, even us meeting is like, wow. Like we met up for that first time. And it was like, instant click. (laughs) <laughs> like instant click it wasn't like any awkwardness any weirdness just like oh okay so you're here now all right good yep. and, <laughs> and it was it was just it was it was literally an instant thing and um like I'm just so grateful that I have somebody like you in my life that I can like talk to freely literally about anything and you just won't even like bat an eye. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and so it's just like um, having that. And, e- and even though like, I don't have like this large group of people that I could go to, right? What I have is, is enough for me. And I noticed that even like in, you know, even though I'm not dating, um, even in my dating life, that has taken that same type of feeling has taken over because I cannot do casual relationships anymore. Mm. Like I need a connection. Like it's not even a want, it's like a need. Like I need to be able to connect with someone on that level because I just can't talk to you about my favorite color and what movies I like. Right. I, I can't do it anymore. And if I can't, have that 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 connection that that human tie i don't want anything mm-hmm. yeah i definitely i definitely feel you and um yeah. i definitely appreciate you being in my life too like like real talk you like 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 you're like you're such a inspiration and such like a teacher to me because definitely being on like this whole self-love journey and 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 definitely like having you there just like there it means so goddamn much because it's like hell lord knows i i could not (laughs) could not do it alone and and i know that was something that we were talking about on the community you know um episode was like it's there's no weakness in in having somebody there to like you know encourage you and 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 to and to be there to you know support you like there's no weakness in that and, and there's no weakness in having somebody to count on but yeah like I, I definitely feel you on in the dating aspect of like um there are definitely things that we have to be spiritually aware of when we are in the dating market but I, I what I'm seeing a lot now 
And guys, um, ladies, I, I know there's like a lot of terminology that we have to be quote unquote woke to. Like there's red pill, red, red pill, blue pill, simping, um, din like dinner dates. <laughs> like, like, like there is so much to look out for and so much to kind of like protect yourself against in this dating market. And um, like, yeah, like I'm definitely at that, at that spiritual place myself of like, surface level shit like um you know like you just can't be you can't be a dime and and just fool me anymore like like no <laughs> like like I'm like I'm attuned and self-aware that like okay you, whatever that profile pic is showing me is like that that is not really you like that's that's somebody dressed up that's somebody showing cleavage that's somebody who has the right wig on at the right time <laughs> like like I can't fall for that anymore you know and um i'm not i'm not gonna you know put person on blast but like lord knows like my like my last relationship was pretty jaggedy and rocket like 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 that jake was ratchet <laughs> like like some of the things that we had argued about were so ratchet and i remember i remember specifically telling that person in the beginning like look i'm old i am not trying to argue if we have disagreements, we can talk about them like, you know, considerate human beings mm -hmm. and we can have a conversation about that. But like, I, I don't want to argue. I, I'm not about that. And what exactly happened? She she showed me, you know, off rip like that. Oh, she can conversate. But then as time went by the hell we were arguing, we were arguing about the most idiotic things that didn't even need an argument. And I'm sitting there like, like wait, like didn't I, I swore I told you like I wasn't about that. <laughs> like like how why why are we arguing? What's happening? <laughs> but that was a part on me because I should have took the red flags that I noticed and you know I should have just made amends, but that's something with me. I'm not sure why, but that's something that I, I need to become more self-aware of is that I can't look at people's potential and and take and take and run with that. I have to actually look at the whole person, oh yeah, not their potential, and just be like, hey, like, look, you got some flaws here. And I understand flaws, but that that's not gonna sit well with me. You know what I mean? And um if if listeners like if y'all go through that as well, like, hey, like that's just something we gotta be, you know, self-aware about and, and something that we gotta navigate as we're, you know, traversing through life. And um, yeah, like the dating market, we have to be woke, but it's like I'm definitely, um, definitely at that kind of like that a spiritual awakening, like, you know, yeah, the profile pictures, what people try to, you know, say or type in their little profile bio, like, um, nah, you can't get me with all the glitz and the glam anymore. <laughs> yeah, for real. Mm -hmm. I, um, I just, yeah, I, I'm the same way. Like, it's not, I don't ever think it was. Yeah, it, it was the physical that, that got me. Mm. Um, but it was also like certain certain things that I would allow myself to accept. Mm -hmm. Um that now it's just like, oh, like it's just <laughs> <laughs> it's just like it's like a solid no. And I know it was because of that spiritual awakening and like just the progression of it, because I feel like when you have a spiritual awakening, like you have multiple, right? Oh, yeah. And 
you have like that first extreme huge one that like knocks you on your ass. And then like you have, you know, bits in between that are like more digestible, right? right. And yeah, then yeah. it kind of like matures and it starts introducing itself to different aspects of your life. So now I'm at the point in my life where there isn't really much that isn't spiritual. Mm-hmm. um that isn't about growth right like every aspect of my life is about growth whether it comes to you know taking time out to spend with family and friends to have like deep meaningful conversations and connect with them on that level mm-hmm. um whether it's volunteering my time to help others um because that's what we're supposed to do as human beings whether it's finding meaning and purpose in my work to make sure that the work that I'm doing is of help to others. Um, Every aspect of my life has been touched by a spiritual awakening at some point. And um, it's just like now with the, the, the dating thing, I don't know how I didn't touch that part first, but it's like, <laughs> honestly, like real, real talk, I don't know how. I mean, I'm glad it, it finally got to that point, you know? But um, now I just feel like now it just encompasses my life. And I, do, I don't think that I could, I know for sure, let me change that. I know for sure that I, I could not have a partner that didn't have a spiritual aspect of their life or a spiritual importance or a purpose or drive in that way and yeah i mean that's that's it for me that's that's really all i got I hear you. I hear you. you know like and it's like like i was thinking earlier a bit like you know i think maybe because you know me in these analogies but yeah like <laughs> i think one of the perfect analogies that we could kind of say to kind of tie it all in is like being woke is like knowing that you have a wound and looking at it mm-hmm. having a spiritual awakening is like knowing hey i could put a band-aid on this i could i could put a gauze on this you know and i think like if you had to kind of dice it up in a simple manner i think that's a perfect way of doing it um it's like being awoke is like having the information being spiritually aware, being, you know, having that a spiritual awakening is like being able to digest the information and being able to use it. Like to help others. It's mm-hmm, yeah, like it's 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 slight differences, but it makes such a very impactful, you know, just just difference in yeah. It's like or, or even looking at that wound that you got and thinking, um, well maybe I wouldn't have got this wound if I wasn't in this place that I wasn't supposed to be in Mm -hmm. or what am I supposed to learn from getting this wound? what is this teaching me because everything happens for a reason so Mm -hmm. what what what's going on with me like Mm -hmm. I didn't get this wound just to get it something occurred something happened like just it 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 goes it, it pushes you in there it pushes you into that place of like really thinking about yourself definitely about your actions when it comes to others and like holding yourself accountable that's another thing holding yourself accountable even if something does not seem from like from the outside that it's not your fault 